Hi, it's Terence Wallace. Welcome to my podcast series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I left the corporate world behind to begin my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel. Stories from the Road is a culmination of some of those stories that I've experienced along the way. I hope you enjoy them. Join me this week as I explore Toronto, Canada, my current home. Most of us think that we need to spend a lot of money to have an adventure. Well, I'm here to dispel that myth. Well, I suppose it depends on your definition of adventure. For me, I think of adventure as something that you can embark upon at any time. Something that you don't need a fancy overseas destination to do. Nope, a vast majority of my adventures are local. More often than not, I'm inspired by a blue sky, and it doesn't even need to be warm out. As long as the sky is blue, I'll either subway or ride my bike to some corner of the city and explore. Nothing better than sunshine and a curious mind. Oh, plus my camera. Some of my best adventures have been via this means. After all, a city like Toronto is chock full of incredibly interesting things to see and do, none of which actually have to cost you anything. For example, a stroll along the waterfront, a bike ride up the Don Valley Parkway, a walk along Graffiti Alley, perhaps exploring Kensington Market or Chinatown, or one of the many colourful neighbourhoods that festoon this fine city. They're all there, right for the asking. Now, Toronto is like all great cities. If you really want to live it up, find a sidewalk cafe, order a coffee or a glass of wine, and just people watch. Find a place to perch yourself for a bit, put your phone away, and better yet, turn it off, and enjoy the freedom of being untethered, even for just an hour or two. My people watching consists of observing the comings and goings of everyone around me. It's so nice to bask in a moment and enjoy the sights and sounds of everyday life zipping around me, without a care in the world. Actually, truth be told, my modus operandi in every city I explore in my travels whether it locally or around the world, is this very way. In essence, no matter where I go, I'm looking to try to find and discover the true vibe of the city. Now, a big part of it is always discovering each of the different neighborhoods that make up the city. I think the big differences between traveling to a new place or being a tourist in your own city is that you already have a preconceived perspective on your own city. This preconceived notion, if you will, sometimes rooting you to the familiar and thus limiting your ability to see your city through the fresh set of eyes. One of the wonders of being a new dad all those years ago is that my toddlers taught me how to look at the world. They were discovering their surroundings for the very first time, and I got a totally new perspective of what adventures actually were. This point of view simplified my outlook and taught me that even the most simple things framed in the right light, could give you a great sense of pleasure and contentment. As adults, our expectations around what constitutes an adventure often impairs our ability to enjoy the moment. Often we're caught up in having to do something grand or go somewhere exotic to have a real adventure. However, I would argue that an adventure depends on your state of mind as to what fun, happiness and contentment really are. Now, arguably, most people would choose another place or city where they've never been before for an adventure. And I suppose that's only natural. 
But there is no getting away from the fact that irrespective of where you are, you my friend, you are the only constant in this equation. In fact, it's your preconceived perceptions that dictate what does and what does not constitute a real adventure. I believe the essence of what makes a great adventure or memorable experience is being in the moment and letting yourself feel your emotions, not just from an outsider looking in, but being present and engaged in everything around you. Whether it's your kids, your friends, your spouse, or even by yourself, it's about letting go of any preconceived ideas and letting yourself just be in the moment and endeavoring to see your moment through a fresh set of eyes. I tend not to have an agenda when I explore, even in my own city, but merely define which neighborhood I'd like to start in and see where it takes me from there. This is called the art of slow travel, which I learned from my friends in Italy, where they have this down to a science. I can see them now, wandering the streets, eating gelato and people watching, and then later in the afternoon, enjoying a glass of local red wine before eating at a hidden gem of a restaurant that they discovered earlier that day. How very civilized. Okay, so now that I've laid the groundwork, let's talk about my city, Toronto. So although I'm an Australian and grew up there, I've lived in Toronto for many years now. And so I love this city. It's such a cosmopolitan, um, awesome city to live in. A good friend of mine, Joanna, uh, recently visited from San Francisco and she was asking what sorts of things should we do and see when we're in Toronto. Over the past decade or two, Toronto's done a great job of revitalizing the waterfront. Particularly with the islands close by offshore, you can catch a ferry over and ride a bike. You can take a picnic, you can watch dragon boat racing, you can just enjoy the sunshine, can walk on a beach. It's all within a very close ferry ride from the city centre itself. Another of my favourite neighbourhoods in Toronto is uh, downtown uh, Queen West. Queen West and King West. Both uh, really cool, gritty areas of the city with lots of boutiques and up-and-coming restaurants. Just has a really um, bohemian vibe to it in certain areas, but just a great spot to both people watch, but just explore. Walk along, grab a coffee, and just check out the scene. It's really cool. Now, you can't go to Queen Street or the Fashion District without visiting Graffiti Alley. Graffiti Alley is Toronto's home to street art and it runs south of Queen Street from Spadina to Portland Avenue in an alleyway known as Rush Lane. Given the plethora of uh, street artists in Toronto, this area of the city or Graffiti Alley is constantly changing with new artwork being uh, defined and uh, designed and painted uh, each week. So it's always great to go and explore and see what's new. Now, if you're into the art scene, Toronto is uh, really the epicenter of Canadian art in that it has the Art Gallery of Ontario, um, or AGO as they often call it. This spectacular museum, art museum, is uh, world class and uh, many an afternoon I've spent in there just enjoying each of the different genres of art, from Impressionist through to New Age, through to experimental sculptures, um, just fantastic. And I've taken my daughter and son many, many times and just enjoyed an afternoon of exploring some of the beautiful art that it has to offer. One of my other favorite areas in the city is actually not too far from the AGO, and that is Kensington Market. 
This is really um, a throwback to the 1960s and 70s and the hippie scene. Um, it is a small market, very multicultural. You'll find all sorts of foods and drinks and restaurants and and uh, places to buy stuff, just all higgledy-piggledy in an old area, which I think originally was the Jewish quarter of the city back in the 1920s. But just now an eclectic, very international feel, um, there's always something to do, something going on there, and a great vibe, just fantastic. And again, that's Kensington Market. One of the other favorite areas I like to walk to in the city is Ossington Avenue. Ossington Avenue is home to many of the Toronto's up-and-coming restaurant and this scene is uh, is pretty crazy but it's uh, it's fantastic fantastic vibe great energy in that part of the city and then uh, if you're up for that walk down to Queen Street and then back along Queen I live in Toronto's near east side and so there are two areas in this part of the of Toronto that uh, I highly recommend one is to explore Leslieville or Queen Street East, which is the opposite side of the city uh, to what I talked about before. Uh, full of great little restaurants and, uh, and charming boutiques. It's a really up and coming neighborhood that's been regentrified. The second one is the Danforth, which is where I live. Um, this was traditionally a Greek part of the city and neighborhood, but now is, uh, is again, very international in its feel. Now, if walking isn't your thing, and Toronto is a big city, um, they have a very good network of subways and streetcars that you can take and take advantage of to explore the city. Um, or, as you with most cities, there's bicycles that you can rent by the hour. So I would choose one of these two options uh, if you're not going to walk, and use those to explore this wonderful, wonderful city. I hope you enjoy your time here. If you'd like to learn more about Indelible Adventures or the services we provide, please visit our website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time, have a great week. Enjoy.